ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a movie review. Yes, y'all know it, Bros Who Think Network. We got to review all the hottest stuff out. And I'm here with my guy, Verson, reviewing the One Piece Red movie. Verson, welcome back. Not your first time on, on the network. Won't be your last. You're, you're probably, I'd say, a regular on here now, talking One Piece content with me and all things anime. How you doing, brother? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yep, it uh, falls into my uh, niche. My very One Piece centric, uh, JJK style niche. So I'm happy to uh, represent on this uh, midnight. Uh, yeah, review. like right right after the movie, we 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 both ate dinner and it was like, all right, let's get to the review. So One Piece Red. Let's start off with before we even get to talking about the movie itself. Where do you think this movie falls among? the One Piece movie catalog, because this is the second One Piece movie released in America for theaters. Like they've released the other ones after through Fathom events and whatnot, yeah, but as like release dates, this is the second one. I personally think it's above Stampede, below Z, maybe, or like maybe like equal with Z. And I would say gold might be the top and then like cheeky stuff at the bottom, maybe. I don't, I don't know where I'm leaning, but I like this one a lot. How do you feel about in terms of the other movies? So I actually had tentative plans with my partner to go through a lot of like the old stuff from like the beginning. Like I'm mm -hmm. talking Chopper Island. Oh, yeah. The, the crazy. Like, and, yeah. then the, and then the one directed by the random guy that is mm -hmm. like not one piece, but it's like actually like cinematic masterpiece type shit. Yeah. Um. So, you know, so with that in the back of my mind. Um, but, you know, for more recent stuff, I would say I like this a lot. Um, this is actually the first one I managed to land on um, because whenever, uh, you know, whenever uh, the other one came out that was in, uh, released in America, um, I was actually working a really weird job at the time. So I just straight up couldn't make it out to a movie theater. Um, I will say this as someone who has watched them and, you know, I, I do like to go back and look at some of the clips often. Um, I will say this, uh, if you're a meathead One Piece fan, and I don't mean that in a derogatory sense, because, you know, your boy likes, it is a shonen, I like it, mm -hmm. a little bit of unga, a little bit of bunga, you know, I enjoy a good Gear 4 punch, um, that might really not what, uh, be what it's about, but I think it's yeah, important. really, good call. Um, I think it's important for this point of the story, uh, that the One Piece films mature a little bit, especially, mm -hmm. and I'm sure we'll get into this later, as they become more dubiously, is the word I'll use, canon, it's important that it not just be big, a big fight. Because the big yeah. fight, whenever it comes to canon stuff, is the least involved part of uh, the movie. I feel know? like they made Stampede what it was to be like, okay, this is like the Avengers endgame, mm -hmm. like, big fight thing now we're gonna give you different movies because you're right like i was invested in this movie from a yeah. story standpoint it felt almost like this could have been an arc in the manga itself whereas all the other movies i don't necessarily buy that those things would have actually happened you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so um oh go ahead oh i was gonna say especially you know and obviously we're gonna go into this but you know with um uh, the big three scarred red elephant in the room. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Oda knew what he was doing. Obviously a lot of us, whenever we first heard the premise, we knew we were going to have to get into it. You know, um, there are some people obviously from out the jump. They're like, I hate it. There's no way this is going to be fully Canon or even slightly Canon. We're going back to being total buffoonery, you know, which I mean, I understand the immediate gut punch for that. I, I was but, part of that crew. Like I thought yeah. they were just doing that to sell the tickets and just to sell it and, and make it be like marketable, like, oh, One Piece Red. I didn't think that we were going to get a lot of Shanks. I thought, it, and then even then, I thought it was going to just be backstory. But mm -hmm. as a Shanks stand, I'm thoroughly satisfied. I got to be honest. I'm thoroughly satisfied. And he doesn't, all right, we'll get, and I'll say this. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, come yeah. to into the movie to like halfway, maybe like the last third, but his presence is felt the entire time. And when he comes, he comes like full force. But non-spoiler real quick, I thought the movie was good. I think if you're a One Piece stan, you will love this. I think if you're a casual One Piece fan, you may be like, okay, this is cool, but like, what does this do for me? Like you said, not a lot of fights, more plot driven. I I would give this a solid like, Oh, no, I'll save my reading for then. But non-spoiler, you need to go check it out. Like I said, if you're a casual One Piece fan, it's okay. But if you're a diehard, like, you're going to you're gonna dig this. Oh, and the music's great. What would you say non-spoiler-wise? Yeah. 
Um, so I will say this, kind of like to back up what you're saying a little bit. I would say this for anybody who isn't like necessarily super current on the manga or anybody oh, who isn't yeah. for that matter super current <laughs> on the anime. Well, I'll, I'll say this. There's a couple things that definitely enhances it. Uh, but I will say, um, again, that is true. The, we are fully caught up manga readers, both of us and the mm-hmm. people we went with were fully caught up. So we understood everything. But if you're just like an anime watcher, I don't know if you'll understand some of the stuff going on in this movie. Well, if if for some reason you're coming to this podcast um, to determine whether or not you're going to watch this movie and you may not be the world's biggest One Piece fan, I will say this. Um, you're probably OK. Like the most yeah. re- because of the dubious nature of the canon, you're probably good there. Like you don't necessarily have to have oh, read through Wano or uh, even Whole Cake a little bit like Whole Cake. You get more. I'll yeah, say this. This you, is this is you, more whole yeah. cake than mm-hmm. Wano because that's just how the pacing of these movies go. If you, you know? read Whole Cake or watched it, th- there are things in it that nods to it that you'll appreciate more. Yeah, but with that big disclaimer of the fact of like, look, One Piece film read. If you know at least tangentially a little bit about One Piece, you know it's about it. At least has a lot to do with our boy. And I'll tell you this: as somebody who is current, um, guess what, folks, um. We learn about as much with Shanks from this movie as we do through the entirety of One Piece. <laughs> That's a fact. So, like, it, it's it is absolutely fine. But there's and, one major thing that, like, if you're not caught up, they do spoil. But you know what say, you're looking at. Like that's yeah, I say thing. if you even know what is happening at that moment, it's, it's literally a postage stamp sized thing that if you aren't totally caught up, you might just be like. Oh, that's an that's an interesting animation they did. <laughs> yeah, um, true. The last point I'd really make about it is, like I said, I I find it completely enjoyable. Um, it it gives us kind of what you want, you know, from a One Piece movie anyway. Um, and I do agree. Soundtrack, in my opinion, was a banger. Uh, some of them were stronger than others. I don't think a single one of them missed. Yeah, we um, said that I, in the movie. We were like, even when. Oh, well, I can't say that. But yeah, all hits, no misses. We'll say what yeah. I was going to say in the spoilers. <laughs> and for anyone who's like an older One Piece fan who maybe fell off or whatever and you have kids or stuff now, I will say, except for a little bit of outfit design, um, it's a very appropriate movie. You can bring your kids to it. There's like one gratuitous shot at the and that's very a, end. Yeah, in that's the in the credits. credits. Yeah. That maybe made no sense. Cover, <laughs> yeah, that they just threw in there. Maybe cover little Timmy and little uh, Jill's eyes. Other than that, again, except for a couple of like inherently kind of sexy outfits, that's it. it you know, it's restrained. You know, maybe this scary monster king thing. Yeah, maybe. but even then, he's he's a goofy, yeah, weird true. dude. Like I, I think most kids a clown almost. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, well, that's non-spoiler. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. All right, man, like they spoil. Okay, like they spoil Gear Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. Yep. And like honestly, if the fact that we're caught up enhances this movie so much, like it enhances it so much. That's why when Crystal was saying stuff to me, and I'm gonna talk to him about this on anime talk, but I was like, you don't know enough. Like, and it sucks. Like, it shouldn't have to be that, but it is that. Cause like there's Inma in there. Sanji does what we assume is Ifri Jambe, but he doesn't call it because we see the blue flames, like. The the whole like Shanks is through observation hockey, knowing about how strong hockey is with like Yasov and stuff. Like, there's so many cool like plot points for the future and for like storyline, even though, like you said, this is dubiously canon, or like, is it like you know? So like it's it's a very interesting movie. Um, now that we're into the spoiler territory, I'll say, and you know, I'm talking directly to our viewers here, and you know, we said it after the show with Shout out to Pharaoh, shout out to Jazz. Yeah, that's who we um, see. Shout out to our guys. Yeah, our boys. Um, you know, D and D crew repping strong. So the fact of the matter is this: you can tell, and we all knew it. Like we made jokes at the time because obviously it was hanging out in Japan, so we didn't know. But the serials, like you know, you can say dubiously can and blah blah whatever you want. The manga itself partially was shaped. On its serial editions and yeah. the volumes to fit around One Piece Home Red. Like Facts. Oda put his whole Odyssey into it. He wanted this film to be more than films in the past. So you can disagree with a lot of stuff with it, but ultimately, like the creator of the whole damn thing he was made, willing to. He rushed the thing, manga, yeah. Leave stuff mm-hmm. for the movie. 
And I think that's all there is really is to say on the matter. Basically. There's two moments in particular mm-hmm. that come to mind. Obviously, year five, number one, because it would have made no... Like, if we went through... If we're, like, halfway through Wano, or, like, even the start of the Onigashima battle, because certain things got extended, which, like, this is not the video for... I mean, I'm sure we could make another video. Yeah, like, well, think of the anime. Been extended. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Like, fuck the manga, point. think of the anime. Jesus. Exactly. Like, if there's things that we're seeing... In, in, in the manga and all of a sudden one piece film red comes out and like we see gear five and it's like mm-hmm. what is this that's flaw one but then number two it's like okay boom we saw gear five uh wait wait i'm, I'm blanking on the other one i'm tripping i'm, bl- I'm blanking on there's two there's shanks, two uh, shanks oh. big burst yes 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 seeing shanks's incredible hockey in this movie for the first time would have been mm-hmm. like whoa what shanks can do that what does this mean so we had to see him versus um green green bro or green fraud because Oda yeah. specifically said that like he wanted to get shanks in the manga first doing something yeah. crazy and, before it happens in the movie and like we commented and i'm sure everyone kind of probably feels similar like and i'm sure the volume will like the volume really should probably tweak a little bit but like that whole scene with shanks in the manga, uh, manga is a little awkward he it seems out of place. Yeah, and it literally is not and, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, never mind. I'm out. It's not you know, time for me to meet it, Luffy it, yet. <laughs> that chapter happened like literally the same, the same like week or the week it before. It dropped, yep. That it dropped, you know, like, so he literally <laughs> squished it in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I will say this, for anyone who's too worried about too much like Gear 5 stuff, especially, again, it's I know not a lot. It's I not say, anything. It, <laughs> it is an animation that you could read it as a stylistic choice and then there's a small postage stamp to let people know who are in the know. No, that was that thing of like you them know. of like Luffy yeah. next to Shanks inside yeah. of this little, little inside of this Sukiyomi world. So yeah. we might as well get into that before we talk mm-hmm. of like any of the other like interesting things, a la like Zoro using Inma or like what does this mean for Shanks going forward? Like the interesting lore things that aren't necessarily is it canon? Is it not? But the movie is basically we go to Uta's concert. She is basically a content creator in the sense that everybody's been asking for her to uh, make this new era, Uta. It's basically like some Andrew Tate shit almost, like starting her own like world, her own era, like her, her ideals of making the world a better place for everybody, not to be bullied, not to be... Uh, destroyed by pirates because of her interesting backstory she yeah. then like brings them all there and boom we're getting concert and ultimate which i do appreciate the fact that we jumped right in now granted yeah these movies especially the newer ones are pretty good about getting us in it you know but, but this one did it kind of kind of fast like usually there's like a yeah build up. it's like literally opening credits is introducing what Uta's kind of about and why she like her recordings and why she's like feeling this self and then immediately it's like Oh, Luffy's here, and then it's me like, no, Luffy's not just here. Luffy and the crew are basically chilling in the like NASCAR green pit <laughs> yeah. where you can do tailgates and shit, like literally tailgates. Watching, they're like in VIP, low key. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like Sanji's cooking up a big old like slab of meat and some soup, you know. Um, but you know, and and I will say this, like, you know, the key fact that you got to keep in mind with this movie is loneliness. Yeah. ultimately Uta's lonely and she doesn't want anyone else to be lonely now there's a lot of ways to talk around it like you know like obviously the cruelty of certain pirates is one thing the indifference of the marines who don't care about islands that aren't you know part of the world government officially which she learned which she mm-hmm. learned mid-movie she didn't mm-hmm. know this because she was isolated she only saw the pirate side pirates are bad this that and the third and like mid-movie she's like oh wait celestial dragons marines they're bad wait oh okay well we're gonna do this different and it kind of sent her down her psych her psychotic breakdown even faster almost yeah i will say this she knew conceptually that celestial dragons sucked but she didn't realize just how much how bad it was are dogs for Mm -hmm. celestial dragon like they have to yeah because a certain celestial dragon which i'm sure everyone who knows one piece can guess which fucking one it was shows up and he tries to basically do cami shit yeah, you know, and, and Shirohoshi shit too. <laughs> and Uta gets to respond by doing uh some Luffy shit, you know, except yeah. we're going to black and white. Exactly. You know? And and she like basically saves herself, but the premise is essentially her wanting to mm-hmm. I'm going to say infinite Tsukiyomi because yeah, that's, I think that's, that, that that's a great like term of it is 
get this world where everyone can live in with no problems, no hassles. That's outside of reality. Although the difference between infinite then it goes and darker than yeah, yeah, exactly. Modern was gonna let everybody live in peace in these cocoons. You would be nourished, like you mm. would you would need have all your vitamins. Nothing would happen to you. You would live your wildest dreams. Everyone have, would have one made specifically for them. This it's like hive mind. You're all together in Uta's like devil fruit reality world. But the thing is, she's gonna die. Cause she's been eating these stay awake fruit, these the, mm-hmm. these stay awake mushrooms that and like copping off the Blackbeard situation. Yeah, and when you die with this devil fruit, with her having your soul in this world, you die with her. So yeah, like, you're you're locked in. Mentally. Yeah, and her whole mission was like, yeah, we're all suicide and packed and out of here. We're we're just yeah, she put getting out of here. Yeah, essentially, like well, essentially, mm-hmm. she was Jim Jones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like like I said, like darker than Madara, because you know, a whole thing. And like I'll say this for people who listen to that, it takes a while. And like obviously, because you know the framing of the story, like Luffy really loves and cares about Uta. That's like mm-hmm. his sister, and you know, we'll get into the backstory more. But you know, like from the rip, you can tell they obviously care about each other. So Luffy's not just gonna punch her in her goddamn mouth. And also yeah. it's pretty much said verbatim, even if he did, that's not gonna work anyway. Exactly. Like, and like you can't you can't beat her ass until eventually it breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, and to that point, we might as well talk about that. Like mm-hmm. the reason why it's like Luffy's uh, hesitant to attack her and stop her because, A, like you said, it doesn't work because B, it's her sister. And we see Luffy, uh, I would assume, younger than he was with Ace and Sabo or maybe like right around that same time of he spent a lot of time with Uta and we saw that. Shanks had more influence on him than just the pirate mm-hmm. bandit moments. Like Shanks was going there and Uta was a part of his crew and they had a lot of relationships. And we find out that Uta was the musician for the Shanks' crew, which is like, oh, this is where Luffy kind of based mm-hmm. his crew idea on, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, him missing Uta, his uh, sister figure, is why literally off the rip, he's like, first one, musician. Yeah, in he's part, like, I need part, Brooks. <laughs> yeah, in part because of his 184 wins or losses, depending on who you believe. Yeah. He's probably like, well, I need a musician who can step to Uta like immediately. So that way I can immediately, because I think on some level, like much like a kid, he's like, if I can get a musician who's at least as good or better than Uta, then I'm immediately on some <laughs> level better than Shanks. Like, yeah. Off the rip. He's probably like, listen, there's not a lot of other people on the on uh, Shanks' crew I can compete with off the top. But uh, I can at least try and own Uta in the field of music. Do you think when he found out that Usopp was Yasop's son, he was more inclined to be like, oh, yeah, I want this guy even more so now in my crew? Um, <laughs> I think it, I think it's one of those things where... Because he told them in that yeah. arc. <laughs> yeah, he probably really liked Usopp from the jump. Yeah, you know? for and sure. Think, yeah, obviously. And then like after that, he was like, oh, well... This you know, because awesome. <laughs> it, it does recontextualize things a little bit. Where if you think of like Luffy, like making his way through the world on some level, like looking you know, for again, a Shanks style crew, yeah. almost. Well, yeah, he he wants to. He's like picking like counters. Like eventually, he's mm-hmm. like Shanks. Shanks tasked me, just like he later trusted Uta. Shanks tasked yeah. me with becoming a great pirate, and that's the only way we're going to get to hang out again. So if I'm going to be a great pirate, I know I need a crew. Uh, I'm going to, in the back of my mind, keep ideas open about soft counters, you know, mm-hmm. or at least people who can stop. Yeah. And Facts. Usopp, I think, is definitely in there. And then obviously, you know, um, Zoro with right the, hand, Bing, yeah, like ben the Ben Beckman style, like the the stand, mm-hmm. like the standoffish, uh, brooding, but loyal to Captain to a fault. I'm interested as we know more, because we don't know much about the Redhead Pirates, as much as like the leakers told us we would find out a lot about them. The leakers yeah. were lying. <laughs> like we, well, we, we found out about them through like actions. We did not find out about them, how they made it seem. Yeah, I, I will say, I do wonder if that wasn't, like I said, I, I think I told Jazz this, is it possible like there was maybe like a little like booklet Mm, there was in Japan. There was. You're right. You're but even then, right. that that booklet. First of all, again, the movies are uh, canonically dubious. The booklets and all that kind of side material are even more canonically even dubious. So, yeah. You know, like <laughs> for sure, the Viver cards sometimes are like wrong, and that's like more canon than this damn movie. Also, as the meme goes, sometimes people just like to spread misinformation. Facts. You no know, one. Inter- interesting, but you know, like Sanji last week. 
Yeah, with this with this most yeah. recently chapter. Yeah, no, 100%. And to that point, like, yeah, I don't know who Sanji's one-for-one one would be. Like, you don't necessarily know who Jinbei's, but we can definitely pinpoint, like, musician, mm -hmm. like, the Usopp thing, and, like, even Zora with Ben Beckman. So it's interesting that how this movie kind of, I don't want to say retcons canon, but adds a little bit of flair to Luffy's backstory yeah. that I think is needed. Well, we see the chickens coming back home to roost when it comes from holding off on the shank stuff from now on, because as long as you don't just make definitive statements, you can do that and it not be a retcon, you know? Yeah. Like, and I, I I'll give this like bit of advice for anybody, you know, like I said, my main focus whenever it comes to our server and how we do things with the Rosie Think Network is I'm a DM. I like D&D. &D, I like building worlds and all that stuff. Um, I find that a lot of people in their writing that goes from uh, Mangaka as well as just writers in general, they feel the need to make a tight, uh, like really tight, nice timeline and have super defined attributes and abilities for everyone or whatever off the rip so they can like really know it. Um, that would not have been possible like this movie would not have been possible with that knew yeah a ton more about shanks and if oda wasn't willing to adapt over time like you can't tell me oda is the god but you know <laughs> he has to reference the own wiki drummer stuff at this point like you can't tell me film red was completely imagined back whenever you know oh yeah like one of one piece came out we just so. saw with the most recent thing the granica mess up of how like mm -hmm. He thought, and I'm sorry if you're not caught up with, I'm, I'm not going to say, but like the whole picture of mm. like, is Ganika a lot? It like, it like, did he make a mistake? That whole thing. So like, oh, it's not yeah. perfect. So we know that for sure. But okay, so let's talk about, we, we've given Uta's main gameplay. Let's talk about like the Shanks effect of this movie. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the, the perfect way to go post-learning Uta's plan because like Uta's plan and Shanks coincide. So basically... Shanks finds Uta in the ocean, similar to himself. How, yeah. which we find out, which we that didn't part's know. dead last. That yeah, that's that. It's it's at the end, and essentially, this is probably like the most interesting thing, canon wise, from Shanks that we didn't know is that they found him on the ocean. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's hella cool. That that leads me to the rabbit hole of is Shanks a celestial dragon they found at God Valley? Is he Roxas' kid? Those are the theories that can come from this movie but basically he feels the same way about Uta. he's like okay i need to take care of her she lives on the ship for a while but he was like this is no life for a girl who can sing this well so he basically brings her to juilliard which is like, but harry potter juilliard which looks by the way great choice by them with that uh i i will also mention to try to keep the timeline a little concise so like i said we don't find out about the baby thing until way later but it's obvious that like they pick her up pretty early you know because like she is luffy's age mm -hmm. and she says that she's been with them for years at that point and i think luffy's age she's like what eight max yeah max like, and like so, that doesn't make sense for shanks's age unless he had the kid at like 19 18 which i it, mean it's possible it seems, it seems though like immediately after he formed his crew because it's pretty scar Mm -hmm. he, and he's a young strapping lad along yeah. with everyone else like you know dude basically looks like a child himself whenever he first finds he looks it. like when luffy like, like basically mm -hmm. luffy in the barrel finding uta like at that age essentially yeah and it also makes sense why yes um uta calls shanks her dad and uta you know but also her captain so she says his, calls him shanks 90 percent of the time mm -hmm. but also they do clarify and even at the end, we get a big moment where pretty much everyone's like, yeah, she's all of our daughter. Yeah. Because it makes sense because Shanks was young. He probably wasn't really ready for fatherhood. You can tell. he's You can tell Ben Beckman helped. A, yeah. You, like, he sings, like, a, a corny song that he's not good at. Like, everyone on that ship collectively loved her and treated her like a daughter because and there's that they moment literally where, found her from a baby. There's that moment where, uh, I think his name is Hangoon or the or one of, like, the doctor Hondo, form. Yeah. yeah, Hondo is taking care of bandaging up one of these citizens and she, like, looks at him and remembers the time with them to your mm. point of, like, damn, she loves all of these guys equally. Each of them is a father figure mm -hmm. uh, individually. But, yeah, Shanks drops her off to this place this island thus because she has this sing sing fruit it opens up this like uh this prophecy thing that's on this island called tot mm -hmm. musica thus opening up the demon king of sound destroying this island and if she goes to sleep i think tot musica goes away and that's what happened and that's how yeah. the island became saved and they blame it on shanks they lied to her thus forming this idea of hatred of pirates and they mm -hmm. basically shanks leaves her with this one guy gordon which is shanks's flaw like the only yeah. flaw we can say in this movie that he messed up was just leaving her with one man for this entire rest of like her life that's crazy mm -hmm. 
Um, so yeah, for a little more context for that. So basically, yeah, um, Shanks at this point, you know, whenever he brings Uta uh to Elgia. Um Yeah, that's the police's name. Yeah, yeah. He's more or less like, well, I'm a serious pirate and I know she can hold her own, but at the same time, it's like, you know, and granted, he did grow up in an environment which was similar, like, you know, Roger found him, and then obviously, you know, um, they also found Buggy on the Grand Line. Like, they found Shanks in the West, and they found Buggy it in the It could Grand be Line. one of those things where he was like, maybe, even though me and Buggy went through this, this might not be the best life for a child. Of course. Like, like, yeah. like that's the changing thing. Like, there's a reason why he also didn't just kidnap Luffy. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like... You know, and, and not just because we probably would have been a little pissed about it, you know. Um, that too. <laughs> um, but you know, but they do take great pains, and I will say this is definitely something that affects the writing of the movie. But I don't think necessarily think it's a slam, but it is one of those things where whenever you watch a movie, you know how it has to go because the second that Luffy's isn't going to turn her into like the second that we know Luffy isn't going to like fight her like that. And we know that the movie is more of a, we need to save Uta from her loneliness and this kind of depression, as well as her powers getting away from her, you know, Mm -hmm. not to say that, you know, not and the wake shroom also is kind of like thrown in as yet another thing being like, she probably wouldn't do this if it weren't for the fact that the wake she's been taking wake shrooms for, which basically having like, (laughs) like a meth psychosis of going crazy, taking too much amphetamine type shit. Mm -hmm. Um, but they do make it a pain to where Uta is both responsible for actions and also blameless, which they have to do. Yeah. The same thing with the, the thing, the uh, the event that like kicks everything off. You can blame like four or five separate people for it, but no one gets like 90% of the blame. It's a pretty even cut. There's no true villain of this movie. If yeah. anything, it's the Demon King thing that is yeah, part of like, which is more of a force. Yeah, thing. exactly. Um. Yeah, like, yes, Shanks brought her to probably the one island that, technically speaking, was the she worst She shouldn't have gone to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But at the same time, it's He because... was looking out for the best of her interests, and, like, yeah. Uta couldn't control that. She didn't know that was going to happen. Gordon probably should have tore up the paper, her handler, but, like, it was a relic of his kingdom, so, like... Exactly. He was the king it. of a whole kingdom, and that's basically, like, an archaeological dig. And also, like, her singing powers in itself wasn't the problem, but they amplified it, and they made her sing for, like... The entire night to try and give Shanks uh, Shanks a reason to like skedaddle, basically. Yeah. You know, which again, still kind of rough, but you know, um, you know, so like again, Uta's power activated. Shanks the one who brought her to the island, so that's his fault. Gordon again should have found a way to lock that shit away, or thought more deeply <laughs> instead um, of making about, her sing all about night. About the top yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> so again, there's like five uh, people. Like, if you really want to get granular about it, who you could blame. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it is a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they they just didn't want Uta, who is a literal child, to blame herself for basically Buster calling that shit. And now it, 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 it ends up happening anyway because she finds mm-hmm. out about it anyway. She sees a, a image of it. And now she thinks of Shanks as evil without knowing the truth because she only sees what happens to the island. She doesn't see that she was the one who caused it. Example. Mm-hmm. She just sees like the highlights of it, essentially watching Twitter feed of like things that are going on. And she's been doing this the whole time in isolation. Yeah. She's extremely lonely and has no one to talk to besides Gordon. Yeah. Like you said, she's been taking a stimulant basically like this is what I connected, which they don't necessarily outright uh, say it, but you know, once. So for those who don't know the whole reason why one, she can like, put out her music and two, the reason why she the only way that she's found out more about the world because keep in mind it's been her and gordon pretty much she, she's like eight or nine basically luffy's age whenever he gets the straw hat um on this like, deserted island just them. yeah it's it's just been them two and i'm willing i'm working on the assumption that like the marines slash shanks probably have like sent aid or something to the island since then had to. how would they have like, gotten some, some kind of something you <laughs> yeah. know i mean but anyway but putting the logistics of it aside um, we know for a fact that eventually, whenever she's younger, but not that young, um, we get SSG model, basically super transponder snails, like a good handful of them. It's it's like 10, you know, yeah. that just watch out. And for the record, I will say this, that might be part of the reason why she didn't necessarily know too much about the Marines with Celestial Dragons. Those might have been tampered snails. They might not be fully clean. They might be transponder snails that are like, I don't know, used for like people who are like, uh, special sensor, like yeah you know? that type of stuff like special like media people or whatever it may be yeah um but she basically 
you know, eventually she finds one that shows her the truth. And from that that on, she abuses the stimulants to keep her awake. And she's basically literally like mainlighting a TikTok slash Twitter feed. Yeah. Like the, the thing that I showed you is like it's, you know, um, there's this phenomenon on the Internet that's called despair porn. It's whenever you constantly are looking up and I'll be honest with you. Uh, uh, because of my work and everything in my actual life i have a problem with like sometimes looking onto that stuff a, uh, a lot especially whenever it comes to like climate news and activism um because it's very I, much I, a sort I, of, I have that with sports and like and media uh stuff going on because of the podcast i get it yeah, yeah always on very, the internet constantly on the twitter stream like looking at news politics all that shit yeah, and if it bleeds, it leads. So oftentimes it's like despair stuff, be it war, famine, you know, mm-hmm. uh, climate change and all that. She's basically doing the same thing, except the leading narrative whenever it comes to what she's saying it's is pirates. Yeah, yeah pirates at this village. Uh, the Marines don't give a fuck. Why does my family have to like come up with like all this money or whatever? I just, you know, and everyone basically spouting out to her and, you know, into the void in general, very much like Twitter a bunch of people from like the middle of nowhere just like screaming out like why can't i just have a paradise why does the world have to be so fucking difficult like mm-hmm. who and is then, going and to then they save us commenting that under her like videos or sending her mm-hmm. videos of like ooh to save us after she starts making her own content mm-hmm. and then boom that leads to because the she whole brings plan. To yep and that leads it's- to the whole plan she does yeah in some ways and i think this ties a lot she's almost kind of like a different interpretation to joy boy you know, mm, like, like, except the, the key difference is, and the reason why Luffy has to be the one to go to fight her and break it out. Joy Boy is all about freedom, freedom. for everyone. Yep. She wants to coddle and protect people. And I say this as someone who doesn't necessarily disagree, just like I didn't necess- necessarily disagree with Madara's infant Tsukiyomi. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand why I take people's pain away. I... You know, maybe I'm revealing a bit too much of myself, but if you gave me all that power and you asked me to do the same thing, I'm not saying I wouldn't. Now, again, the the crux of the matter and the darkest part of it is the oh yeah, it's also literally She's gonna a, die. it's a yeah. group suicide plan, which they do specify that a lot of what people were asking can be construed as that. She thought people were just as lonely and sad as her. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like midway through the movie, uh, the movie, movie when everybody's like, No, we want to go home, and she found out, yeah. oh wait. Y'all don't want this, and it sent her down a deeper, darker path. Which yeah, because she feels more alone than anyone. Yeah, exactly, and thus it leads to her breaking out the Demon King, which he wanted all along this force. And but that's the only way that Luffy and them can break free out of her Sing Sing fruit. So, mm-hmm. and that's the big battle. There's really only one battle, essentially. Like, yeah, okay. we see the Straw Hats battle while law. Like, yeah, we see little small skirmish skirmishes, but the only battle is essentially the demon king versus all the pirates that are there inside of Uta's dream and then Shanks' mm-hmm. crew on the outside but inside Uta's dream we see it led by one captain kobe <laughs> which oh, i yeah. thought was awesome <laughs> it was so good to see tactics used like in one piece but like especially like i'm glad it came from kobe mm-hmm. i'm glad it came from a marine you know i know law was happy that they finally did a plan for once mm-hmm. yeah and that's part of, part of the reason why he didn't bitch about it cuz he was like oh okay so I get this. Plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah every you're spitting right now. And, and quote, uh, the whole part. plan was like, y'all do y'all's thing. Uh, no, y'all follow what we're gonna do. We're gonna let Luffy do his thing and try to save Uta. And I thought it was awesome inside getting into the battle of seeing Shanks's crew coordinate with like Luffy's side through Usopp and Yasop. The mm-hmm. arguably the high point of the movie for me. Yes. Um also, uh, to give a greater scope for anyone who's watching this and, again, who hasn't watched the movie, um, because of the way the Transponder Cell Network works, anybody who even sees a recording of it gets affected. Oh, yeah, true. Um, it's very it's kind of like Aizen's, uh, you know, um, Aizen's Zombokto in that regard from mm-hmm. Bleach, since we keep, you know, mixing in the big three in here. Um, but they do give us a total number, guys, and it's 70% of the world. Of the world, Which yeah. becomes a massive problem Whenever the Marines, again, because Shanks does need a fight besides for the monsters, although, again, not so much of a fight. Uh, don't worry. Eventually, Akainu does his fuck shit on the outside of the world like, and decides, it. yeah, casualties are worth it, which even the Goro say at this point, say. You kind of clowning. Really, yeah, we can do. <laughs> there's nothing we can you do know. about this. Like, we like you, you're clowning Akainu trying to kill all these people like it, it's past that at this point. 
Yeah, like, I don't know if I need to explain this to people who haven't, like, you know, who don't have, like, good uh, class solidarity and theory and stuff. Um, if you get rid of 70% of the world, that's just a, the end of the world. Yeah. The remaining 30%, especially are... whenever a lot of them are nobles and whatever the fuck, uh, can't make up the missing 70%. Um, I don't even know if whatever Eam can do can make up for losing 70% of the, the world. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad at that point. <laughs> Like it, it's it's humans are getting almost damn near extinct at that point. You would have to like mate with giants and it would have to be like mm. every everyone remaining. But Vegapunk would have to get bigger checks. Yeah, <laughs> facts. If he didn't watch the thing. So, mm. you know, say la vie. But the fight, great. Love the Yasop, uh, Usopp combo team up thing mm. where it's like they're using their observation hockey to link up through both worlds. What I thought is very interesting. We get to see Ben Beckman fight coat his bullets in hockey. We get to see Zoro using shot, some Emma. Oh yeah. For the one, for the one shot, he does it. Exactly. I, I was waiting for him to turn that shit around and hit somebody with the butt <laughs> of the rifle and stuff. But he did catch a bullet mm -hmm. outside in the real world, which I thought was dope. Seeing yeah, a little more yeah. Ben Beckman stuff. Uh, Shanks lit his sword on fire and essentially used hockey the entire time, which I thought was interesting so does that mean conquerors hockey is tied to lighting things on fire or hockey uh, of some sort i do think it's i i don't know man i think it's individual like traits and like flavors of what your personal hockey is like maybe it's more mm. attributed because gotcha. you know luffy with his red hawk and everything he has which i know that some people you know i know some people like Try and be like, well, you know, vulcanization and if you super rubber, which I do get, and I'm not saying that isn't possible, but, but I think it, at some it's point it's come to other things at this yeah, point now with how many people a, do it. At some point, you just gotta be like hockey has vague magic properties, just like devil fruits ha have like tertiary abilities that don't necessarily completely relate to what the devil fruit is. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta kind of be like, well, Oda decided to write it to do that so it can do that. And then it's we see, and then we see a great shot of Shanks doing whatever his ultimate move is and Luffy doing like a, at first it was a hybrid snake man, which then turns mm -hmm. into like a gear five punch. And then we get the poster shot, like he said, for mm -hmm. a second of gear five Luffy next to Shanks and Luffy passes out. So don't worry. They didn't get to meet each other. They didn't break that cannon and rule. And it, it was a great fight, man. I, I cannot lie. Yep. And the the reason why I preface this at the beginning, uh, you know, for anybody who's not in the know, again, we're in spoilers now, but the way that they do it, like, it, you know, like Len said, you go into a snake man, you do it, he's already messed up, he's about to pass out, you know, we go through and then it does the color drain effect, which I always love. I always get a pop for that, especially whenever they just start scribbling shit onto a piece of paper, mm -hmm. which... Which, as we all know as anime fans, should look terrible, but always looks like the rawest shit. <laughs> yeah, it does. You know, shout out to Gone from Hunter x Hunter. Always looks fucking great. You know, so again, like, they reach out all the colors. So at first you think it's just Snake Man shit. But if you pay close attention, the way that the uh, clouds wrap around him and the little bit of hair that you can see. Turns into gear five, gear five, yeah. And then to confirm it for people, to confirm it, the postage stamp. They zoom out super wide, except you can see a little cloudy fluffy haired boy for like three seconds they let you with that purple so belt zoom in and then boom right out right out of it mm -hmm. and this was an active discussion between me and lynn i didn't think they were even going to do it because i was worried that that shit would have leaked the way that they yep. did it is the only way they could have done it um because it it leaves enough to where if you know you know but if you don't you don't even know you got spoiled. Yeah. Some might in, even think it's a damn animation error. In in the Naruto, um, there was that movie uh, where Naruto fought like this early version of a Otatsuki almost. Like mm -hmm. it's something where it's like still it's it's still in Shippuden. And they or it might have been against Kabuto. It actually might have been against Kabuto. And they show like an early version of like uh fucking uh sage mode and like it shows like he goes orange for a second but then he goes out that's mm -hmm. kind of what this is like if anybody remembers that naruto movie thing i think it's against kabuto it's like a section of episodes i'm pretty sure it, it was a movie and it was a special it was like filler and shipping it i'm pretty sure and we also have to uh confess to you the audience that unfortunately uta is pirate king level <laughs> it took two emperors attack attacking uh her and the, the her, yeah. demon at once Hey, look, at I will say, time. 
her uh her get up with like the night and like the it lands with the jetpack that was badass mm. that was so like, badass it's very anime but you're sitting down into an anime movie and mm-hmm. i enjoyed me some anime so I yep. it was great i gotta say only negative not a lot of zoro and sanji in this movie yeah like for those... this movie was more about shanks luffy and uta if anything yeah and but i do say this like ultimately especially whenever you have a big giant cast especially characters we haven't even touched on yet mm-hmm. um, that will give like a quick little like like Bartolomeo did more than them <laughs> yeah like I liked that we kind of did a, a second string because ultimately the shots get captured pretty early in the movie you know because the sing sing fruit some bullshit uh Bardo comes in to save Luffy along with Beppo law. and and law and for all of you fans of the plushies don't worry there are at least oh, three yeah. to four marketable plushies that you can certainly get including one super cute beppo for the law <laughs> um but it's but yeah, it, that's know, the crew got, during the movie pop. it's it's yeah. law bardo beppo and and luffy they're the ones running around the island while kobe and fucking uh uh a bluto are trying to like save everybody so that's yeah, literally oven gets a little something you yeah. know like we we cooperate with fucking oven and brulee which you know, leads us to getting the boy category who I was worried was only going to come in at the end. Granted, it basically is the very end. <laughs> and you don't see a ton of from him, but he, he's in there and he's hanging the same with like the Shanks crew, mm-hmm. you know, to try and like handle stuff. And of course, we also have not just uh, the initial like CP0 agents and all of them, but we do get two whole admirals. Yeah, we know? do. We get a Kainu, I mean, not a Kainu, uh, uh, Kizaru and Fujitora. Mm-hmm. And we get the th- kind of breaking the cigar moment in uh, mm-hmm. headquarters. <laughs> yeah, whenever he's literally like, I guess we'll just let seventy percent of the world die. Die, like, yeah, brother, brother, Fucking crushed. <laughs> Again, it's like I understand a kind of is the way that it is, but sometimes like there's no world to save at that point. But anyway, but no revolutionary army in this movie. No Sabo. Mm-hmm. No Garp. Really, it's it's the this is the the Shanks crew movie for the first time. That's why it felt so streamlined. Mm-hmm. Uh, while still obviously like you know a little fan interview by showing showing so many people in. I yeah, mean, showing like the big know, mom, but, crew but it's fine. Like, you know? But it makes sense for where we're at in the story if it's and yeah. an ish. Yeah. Um, and and I, I will say this for people: um, we did talk about the big, uh, well. You know what? All right. So basically, Luffy does his thing, and then it's still not over because uh, ultimately, uh, Uta needs to finish and exert herself mm-hmm. past the point of exhaustion to let people out. Oh, yeah. The change moment. Yeah. Because she's worried that if she doesn't and she does like either die or the medicine doesn't work that it needs to, um, then people are still locked in. And Luffy will die. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Because ultimately, it's like the demon did all the stuff, but it's all still. Uta's power in the middle. So even though the, the demon's gone, Uta still has to basically let him un- go, unlock the door and open it. Yeah, you know. And at this point, she's super exhausted. She's about to die. Um, and the Marines are like, "Hey, we're gonna arrest you." <laughs> yeah, the Marines are like, "Oh, this is fr- this is free." Classic you know? Marines. <laughs> and then we get a Shanks redeeming moment. Although, if you ask Glenn, he didn't need one. But I think a lot of people going to this movie. Or like, mm, still a little bit deadbeat pirate. I loved movie. it. Let's go, Shanks. <laughs> Not as bad as y'all saw. <laughs> yeah, the bars in hell. Oh, and <laughs> for those who aren't my uh, co-host here, Lynn, who uh, was looking away at the time, uh, Usopp actually does get a small little line real quick where he tries to basically like uh, understand where Uchi's come from and be like, yeah, I know what it's kind of like to have a deadbeat. My dad just kind of left me too, and that kind of sucks. <laughs> and then, not but three minutes later, Yasop and Usopp start mind melding via observation hockey, you know, through the tenuous like rift that exists. And uh, Usopp, uh, Yasop, after the Katakuri observation hockey line from uh, fucking Shanks, um, said, Yeah, my boy's not quite there yet when it comes to observation hockey, but you know, if we push it a little bit, maybe he will. And you know, Usopp proved him wrong. As so, as somebody who also grew up with a fucking dad, um, I'm not laughing. You know, you know, uh, it. Yasop, maybe if you were there, yeah, he would have learned it a little faster. Son, <laughs> he would be at that point. Mm-hmm. But you know, but Usopp did it one. on his own, baby. He got, he got it. He got it. He got, he got, he got it, it. And, and talked to. His, he was like, "What's up, pops?" 
Usopp yeah. did handled it a lot better than Uta did when she first <laughs> when yeah. she saw Shanks again. <laughs> yeah. Well, Usopp also had a whole village of people. Yeah. Again, he, he had a he had his Gordon. mom. Yeah. True. Not just Gordon. <laughs> and I will say this: I I was so I was worried so suspecting Gordon to be a villain. I was, I thought he was too when I, I saw the su- pictures. I was surprised with how sincere. I was too. Like he kind of like that. Anything bad the whole movie. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be like Big Mom's like little guy, the little chef guy. Yeah, I thought he was gonna. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be like like the mastermind behind it all. Yeah, yeah. powerful, and I'm gonna make money or whatever. Or sell that sort of thing. Fucking government. I liked how they did it. So yeah, but mm-hmm. Shanks stopped the Marines from doing that with a big blast of hockey. They were like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. we don't want no smoke." Fujitora well, was like, "No, well, Kizaru wanted the smoke." Fujitora was like, mm, I'll, I'll back up. Yeah, Fujitora, like, as is his way, Fujitora was like, man, if we fight him, it's going to, like, these civilians are going to die you anyway. Know? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and as we all know, Fuji the hero, barely a Marine, definitely going to leave the Marines by the end of the story. <laughs> um, or become the new Admiral, but he's definitely not going to fight alongside those fuckers at the last battle at this point. No, I don't see that. Especially happening. not with the. Uh, when you know, he finds out everything going on. Yeah, that too that too um but kizaru um, he was about that action yeah and a shocking amount not shocking in the way that we haven't seen it before but um helping once again define a character who we don't have that much on um loves a fight and was about that action was like oh okay yeah and now it helps again further cement that kizu meant kizaru meant it when he said, send me to Wano, Wano I'll yeah. do it. I'll, I'll, I'll like, what, it. What are we on? I'll do it. Oh, man, it just makes me think Kizaru is just on a different level than Fujitora and Green Bull. It mm-hmm. just, it makes me think like the OG3 were that strong. And these new guys, they're strong, but they're not OG3 strong. Yeah, and if anyone, let, and also freaky little thing, the same time where he's catching the bullets, if anyone... Uh, I, I don't know why I love it's an iconic scene for me because of the line delivery from Kizaru's VA. If you love the oh Ben oh, it happens moment, again. Yeah. they get it again, mm-hmm. you know, and it works beautifully. Also, mm-hmm. love how Kobe and Helmeppo just t- duo fight. They, yeah. they they looked really good in this movie. Yeah, uh, major respect for Helmeppo. Like he doesn't really get a lot. I mean, you know, we know that he's obviously under Kobe level, but you know, he's always like kind of like coattails. But he he went in there and he does, like more than anything, it's shown how much Kobe and Helmeppo like actually super give a shit about civilians, like mm-hmm. and how they're the not, heroes. Yeah, and it's not just Kobe being like, yeah, Helmeppo, let's go help people or whatever, and Helmeppo still having some of that in him. No, the second he like left his father's side, he became a legitimately good person. Yep, so. and I, and I think that's awesome. What would you rank this movie out of ten? Um. Oh, last thing by the way, uh, for anyone curious, like. Like Len said, the only real fight that we get with the Shanks Pirates is against the demon thing. Um, they choose not to actually fight the civilians, and I think that was a wonderful yeah. uh, canon thing. I do think that kind of like is going to need more explaining the story, obviously, because Shanks is a Yonko and he does take territory. I, it's always been an assumption that's kind of like Luffy, where it's more of a consensual thing. That's what it seems like. But the they, also, they also got loot, just like they also... I assume Gordon gave it to him. I don't want to like. That's what I'm saying. Them. Just like how but, Luffy but they gets still, loot. That they still ran away with a big ass giant pile of loot, and that's hey man, peace like, man. They're, they're the peace man. It ain't a good look. It ain't a good look. <laughs> anyway, um, out of ten, I, what you got? Uh, it's probably my fave One Piece movie. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. Um, my two hits against the movie were one on. And kind of like a soft three. One, I wish Shanks had actually said the words, I'm sorry. And I, you know, we discussed that. He does kind of do it by basically saying, look, if you touch a hair on her head to the Marines, I will just kill you all. Me and the whole crew, that's our daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, we we do all this peacemaking shit and we're trying to stop fights. If you touch her, we will just murder you. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's kind of like saying I'm sorry, but I still think he could have been like, hey. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. For hey, I'm sorry for not sending you letters, at least, you know. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I wit because you know me, it's Sanji and Brooke. Like I am a Brooke boy. I love me a bo- a good bard. And in a movie that's completely about music and everything, I wish Brooke would have got yeah. him like a two minute pop, just like a. a well, he did. You know, he had that he, moment where no, he had to sing to let him free. Me. Yeah, which but that's more music knowledge. Yeah, you know? true, true, true. Like true, true, true. I, I think if they took extra time, somebody could have hummed a few bars and figured it out eventually. But and yeah, that's great. And you know, um, he's solid. But he didn't like, get a song. Fight. Yeah, yeah. 
you know um uh but yeah and then like the soft third thing is the ending theme whenever they're showing a bunch of stuff um i kind of wish that uh it ended with being sake either version especially the uta version which i know some nerds on the internet are kind of like whatever about but it's like <laughs> listen dude she's a pro- like the the one who voices uta singing is a proper singer yeah like, if she wants to belt out the yoho hoes like let her do it yeah. just let her do it um if the blu-ray the theme song is the best so like hey. oh yeah yeah um if the blu-ray gives us a layered like duet version of brooke being sake and uta being sake then instantly this becomes a 10 out of 10 film as it stands now the soundtrack is a hard nine and the film itself is an 8.7 nice just like i'll take three points uh, like three point a uh, point three off for those three gripes you know i'm at like eight five eight six so i'll land right at eight six a solid eight six good movie probably my favorite one piece film besides film gold really good film and it might be better than film gold i need to rewatch that one more time this movie was good shout out yeah. to you my man shanks killed it can't wait to see more of you in the manga <laughs> thank you version for coming um, doing this review with me uh you can tell people they can follow you out on social media uh, for the record, I will say this also included with that ranking. Um, absolutely would uh, watch again, like without any discrepancies. I don't know if I'd send it, uh, watch it like 10 times like Artur. Yeah. I hate to watch him, but <laughs> I absolutely would watch it again, you know, just on a lark. And uh, the soundtrack, um, I would more than listen to again. Like that's, that's some of the songs are getting, some of those songs are getting into the, uh, the playlist. It is that good. Um, so as for me, um, so hi everyone. Once again, my name is Josh, uh, um, I'm the DM for uh, our boys over here. Um, again, shout out to Pharaoh and Jazz. Um, you can follow me at Versen the Vassal. That's usually my uh, handle. And also I do a lot of work whenever it comes to climate change activism, as well as housing activism inside of, uh, you know, the South Louisiana area. So that's kind of what I'm all about, which also does mean that while I am a giant weeb and I do uh, do love stuff and I'm not saying my Twitter is super professional, if you don't want to like get into that stuff, then just don't follow me. Yeah, because it, it's that like one hundred percent. I love it's my job. It's yeah. what I get paid for. But if like if you are like a, you know a different side of the aisle, you might not. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might not. Yeah, I, I might make a personal that's like less political at some point. But I don't even know if I would honestly take the time to like do the split if I did. Exactly, I get it. No, one hundred percent. Twitter's going down anyway, so fuck it. it. I'm sh- I'm sure in a couple months I'll be telling you what it does oh, well that's a whole nother conversation yeah, but yeah. y'all make sure i'll go follow my man first and you can follow me at limbwt father bros think at bros think be sure to check out all the content on the youtube and wherever you get podcasts but until the next time y'all have a good one and peace, peace.